Hey, Karen. Hey, Nita. What's going on? Well, it's time to do our podcast again. You ready? I'm ready to do this. Let's go. Okay, let's go. So um, this week, you know, we have, um, this is our final episode uh, leading into the uh, Christmas holiday and our Christmas special in a couple of weeks. So um, we wanted to kind of take care of some uh, business and then next time we'll have a little bit of fun. So I don't know, Anita, if you were able to catch my call to Stephanie today, but uh, with all of this stuff on Twitter, you know, I mean, I know you've been getting a lot of troll activity and stuff like that, um, you know, relating to the uh, situation um, between Hamas and Israel. Right. And uh, so anyway, you know, it just kind of came to me and nobody's really talking about this. I actually sent a DM to uh, Ben Collins, you know, because he does all that, you know, Mm -hmm. social media monitoring and the different platforms. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... Yeah, so I I um, sent him a DM because I said, you know, I just know that like you know my son, you know Liam, on his social media, you know there was this free Palestine hashtag, you know, um, for years. Like this has been right. several years, right? And um, you know, we you and I both know it's a complicated situation. Um, and yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, no easy no easy fixes by any shake so but what it made me think about was um going back to you know the lead into the 2016 election and how you know we know um that russia in particular micro targeted um social media users um you know and kind of used racial divisions they went after the kids on the left exactly manipulated them my daughter came home and was saying all kinds of stuff about hillary like she was going to start World War Three, mm-hmm. and that, you know, what are better emails? And this stuff was coming out of, you know, stuff that she was getting on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. So it was, and, it, it, you know, yeah. I think it was, you know, a little bit before, like, you or I knew, like, what's an algorithm, you know, and how do they, yeah. you know, how do they do this? And so, you know, and we saw a lot of division between, you know, Bernie supporters and Hillary supporters and then come to find out, surprise, surprise, even though 80 percent of Bernie supporters uh, who voted for him in the primaries ended up voting for Hillary. Because what did we say back then? You know, we always said the next president for no other reason the next president is going to have right. his next yep. three to four uh supreme and, court justices and they They're called us the hysterical they said we were vote shaming yes yes exactly and so you know it's you the know, same ben, pattern the it's same the same thing is happening again this is a very divisive issue yep and it's really ridiculous because picking a side between hamas and netanyahu and deciding your vote based on that right. is just crazy yeah It really is crazy because we've got one guy who's willing to try to, you know, pressure Netanyahu to be, you know, to limit civilian deaths. He wants to send aid to to, uh, 
to Gaza. Mm-hmm. He's he's doing, you know, he has to embrace Israel to have any credibility with them, mm-hmm. right? And then we've got Donald Trump. Right. And Donald Trump, who wants a Muslim ban, who wants to kick every Palestinian out of the United States, mm-hmm. and also who hates protesters. He threatened to shoot protesters. Right. Well, we had Black Lives Matter protests. Right. He was stopped because he had people in the White House that would stop him. He won't have that this, this, if he gets back in there. Well, right. He will surround himself with a bunch of crazy yes men. Yeah. It, or maybe even crazier than he is. Yeah. And we, so we don't, we don't have to imagine he's saying exactly what he's going to do, correct? Yes. And, he's telling and us. in the last uh, t- occupation, um, of the White House, you know, when we had peaceful protesters in Freedom Plaza. Yeah, so he's we warned us. He yeah. told us he, what he's, he's going to do. Exactly. He's telling exactly what he's going to do. We saw, you know, during um, protests, peaceful protests, by the way, um, in yep. Freedom Plaza, um, just to name one, um, where he had uh, the peaceful protesters fired upon using rubber bullets, tear gas, tear rubber gas. bullets. They were yeah. tra- trampled on by yes. horses. They yep. were beaten all because he wanted to take uh, for, he wanted a photo op with the Bible right. in front of that church. Right. Imagine what he's going to do when there, he has no, there's nobody there to tell him he can't do this exactly. or they're afraid because, you know, he will come after them. Right. He's threatening General Milley. He's right. threatening to have him executed. Yeah. Yeah. So look, yeah. So these these uh, protesters that are, are free right now to protest, you know, whatever yeah. their political position, whatever their, you know, whether, you know, if you're protesting for social justice, if you're protesting for uh, climate change, if you're protesting for uh, reproductive equ- rights. Equ- yeah. Um, LGBTQ rights. LGBTQ rights. You know, fill in the blank. Um, whatever you're protesting, that's going to end. That will end. With oh, this, yeah. And, and they, I mean, the lights are flashing red. The alarms are sounding. That is going to be over. And so, Anita, it would come as no surprise to you um, that, yes, indeed, um, there. I found an article um, through ISD Global um, digital dispatches, and the headline is this, Capitalizing on Crisis, Russia, China, and Iran use X, or Twitter, to exploit Israel-Hamas information chaos. Yeah, they know they know how to divide us. Absolutely. This is a very divisive issue. It's very scary. Yeah. So, you know, of course, with every, you know, episode that we do, um, we're going to have uh, show notes and links so that people can go to our uh, Twitter account or to our uh, Facebook account and they can look these articles up themselves. But one of the things um, that they're saying as far as the methodology Um, So it says the analysis is based on a qualitative assessment of posts from Facebook and X accounts belonging to Iranian, Russian, and Chinese officials, diplomatic representations, and state media from between 7 and 18 October. So that was, you know, the attack was on the 7th of October. Um, And the list of the state actors consisted of total of 294 Iranian, 623 Russian, and 369 Chinese accounts. Yeah, that's exactly what we saw in 2016. There's a reason why 
Russia, China, all these autocratic states, Iran, mm-hmm. want Donald Trump back in office. Yes. Because, first of all, he'll abandon the Ukrainians, right? And that'll send a message to China to go ahead and, you know, take Taiwan, because who's going to stand up to to China now? Mm-hmm. Same with um, the Russia. Who, Na- Donald Trump is, is going to leave NATO. He's already said that. He tried to press. He wanted to do that his the last time. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, he was still, you know, people. he had people around him that stopped him. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have that anymore. If he leaves NATO, Russia's not going to stop with Ukraine. Right. They're going to go and they're going to take Poland. And we know how that ends when, you know, a country like, you know, a, a fascist demagogue decides that, you know, he can, it, people are just going to bow down to him and allow him to take something. They're going to just keep on taking and taking and taking. And the United States, I mean, what are we going to do then? I mean, it matters what happens in Europe. Yes, absolutely. No, I mean, if 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 we are to fall, you know, fall to fascism, and we know that, you know, our global partners um, have been, were very worried when Trump was in and are extremely um alarmed by um the trends that they're seeing here um the world and, you will know. fall apart without us and we there's 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 the side of the the free countries the democracies mm-hmm. and there's the side there's the other side of uh the uh fascist demagogues and and not free countries yeah well and i know and, anita we talked about this you know when we were young you know i mean you tend to be um idealistic and you know um kind of, you know, things are a little bit more black and white. And as you get older, right, you start to see, oh, yeah, there are some grays. There's some, you know, um, there's some pragmatism that goes into, and particularly when you're talking about democracy, right? Um, Right. You know, change is incremental, and it is not something that is sweeping. It's never going to be sweeping. And there has to be, you know, with a democracy, you have to have consensus, right? That's what yeah. that's what democracy is all about. Democracy is messy and it's harder. Yes. But it's worth it. Yes. You know, there's a lot of Americans who don't ever believe that we're not, you know, that, that this could happen to us. Exactly. Well, that's that's what a lot of countries look at Iran. If you go look at the pictures of Iran in the 1970s. Right. The women in miniskirts, for yes. God's sakes. Now they have fully covered. Yeah. That woman died because she wasn't wearing a hijab. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, I mean, mean, so I think that it is like it is I know that it's very well intentioned. You know, I I I get the you know, what what is behind it, the intentions behind it, because you don't want anybody suffering, Um, you know, but like I remember saying, you know, telling you that I, I remember when I would get like so like, you know, why do we have to police the world? You know, why does the U.S. have to police the world? And it's like. Now I kind of understand it's not about policing. It is about holding up democracy and supporting yes. democracy. We're setting a standard of yes. democracy. And we're not perfect. No, we're not. We're always trying to get better. Yes. Yep. But we are. But, you know, what do they say? Democracy is the worst type of government except for all the rest. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, people don't, a lot of people just don't understand that mm-hmm. most of our lives has been spent in a free country. Right. In a democracy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. our t- entire lives. So we cannot even imagine what it would be like to live like in like they do in Russia. Mm-hmm. In Russia, you can't protest. People are spending or getting ten year sentences for writing something on in Facebook. Mm-hmm. Is that the kind of country you want to live in? 
Right. There's only a, a small part of a small portion of that country that is filthy rich, and those are the people that do uh, Putin's bidding. Right. The oligarchs. Absolutely. And they're and, and if they don't, then they're you know wiped off the face of the earth. Yeah. Then they fall and, down a flight of you know yeah out of a window or something. Yeah. Citizens are routinely jailed. I know. Um, I believe it was uh, Rachel was talking about that young woman who has, was uh, put in jail because she put an anti-war um, message on um, the price oh, tags um, in the products. supermarket. Yeah. yeah. So this little is it. Resistance. Little, little signs. Bit, of little signs yeah. Of, yeah. And so that is not the kind of system that we want. We don't want and, to have to worry that anybody that opposes, you know, dear leader is uh, arrested or poisoned, yeah. you know. We're not being hyperbolic either, okay? No. No. Look, uh, Steve Bannon, on his podcast, yeah. remember, he ran Donald Trump's campaign at one time. He worked in the White House. He's going to be back there again, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. If Donald Trump gets back in the White House, he's going to surround himself with people like Steve Bannon and Cash Patel. Right. Cash Patel was talking to Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how they were going to go after the media. Yep. They actually named Joe Scarborough and threatened him yep. by name. Do you feel highly confident that when you go back and is uh, a senior member of this uh, uh, administration, President Trump's administration, starting in the afternoon of the 20th of January of 2025, uh, do you feel conf- confident that you will be able to deliver the goods, that we can have serious prosecutions and accountability. And I want the Morning Joe producers that watch us and all the producers that watch us, this is just not rhetoric. We're absolutely dead serious. We're not, you, you cannot have a constitutional republic and allow what these uh, deep staters have done to the country. The deep state, the administrative state, the fourth branch of government never mentioned in the Constitution is going to be taken apart brick by brick. Yes. The producers, right? Yeah. yeah. They are going after any media that criticizes Donald Trump, that criticizes their dear leader, Orange Jesus, or whatever they call him. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, this is really scary. Yeah. And the media better figure it out. I mean, I think they're starting to because yeah. you've got the Washington Post, the New York Times, Atlantic Monthly. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't remember what else, but everybody's talking about this because it's because it's we're trying to warn people. Right. We're trying to warn people because this is actually happening here. Right. I know that's hard to believe, but it's actually happening. And young people are going to be affected the most. Right. So if young people think that, you know, they're going to go out there and protest for the poor pal- for the Palestinians, you know, and, and, and they're going to put that above their own freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Well, well, right. And the, I mean, and, and, it, and it goes for anything, any protest, any, 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 protest. any government. They're not going to be able to do that. They're not going to be Your able to do that. will not be heard. Right. It, yeah. It's not. No, it's not. You're not. It's not going to be allowed. Speaking out against Trump. It's not going to be allowed. No. You know? he, remember, he wanted to get SNL off the air. He wanted to get SNL yes. can, canceled. He went after Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. He tried to have the DOJ go after Jimmy Kimmel. I know. I know. Because Jimmy Kimmel was critical of him. Right. A comedian. Yeah. He couldn't even handle that. He was angry. Remember SNL? He wanted SNL investigated. Yeah. Because SNL made fun of him. We should not be living in a country with no. a leader that wants to shut down, you know, comedians no. for making fun of him. That that's what happens in Iran. That's nope. what happens in Russia. 
I mean, look at look at back in the day with Chevy Chase. Was it at Chevy Chase falling down doing his imitations of Gerald they Ford? Made, they, I they mean, made fun of every president. Every they made president. fun of Bill Clinton. Maybe yeah. not Obama. He was hard to make fun of. Yeah, but but, but yeah, <laughs> they made fun of Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, and yeah. you know, yeah. Um, I guess Jerry Ford was probably the first one because they. That's when they, you know, SNL started. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a tradition with SNL and with comedy. You know, I mean, look at we just had Norman Lear pass away. You know, know, my gosh, what talk about political, you know, commentary, social commentary. You know, he well, was he laughing, yeah. laughing, which yeah. made fun of Richard Nixon and, yep. and what was going on there. Exactly. I mean, you think that those those reporters that you know uncovered Watergate mm-hmm. would be able to do that yeah. under a Donald Trump? Absolutely. And yeah, then, it's not happening. No, it's not happening. And all of these prosecutions, they, he, they tried to overthrow the United States government. Okay. He is whining that he's being prosecuted for that. Yeah. He stole top secret documents. Right. And he hid them in his bathroom on, on in a stage. And then he shared them with some people. And he's whining that he's being prosecuted for that. Yeah. This is a man who was so critical of Hillary Clinton because, you know, she couldn't handle classified documents, which she did, by the way. None of that stuff was classified, but that's beside the point. Right. He was going to be the best, you know, keeper of classified documents ever. Right. And then he goes and you find him laying around in his bathroom or falling out of a closet. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, it, 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 it is. It's like it one is. of those things where you have to just kind of like shake your head and like, I, you know, just hearing it, like talking about it. You're just I like, know. it's unbelievable. The- fuck are we doing i mean what it's, the fuck is happening here you know it's just it's unbelievable. unbelievable it really is unbelievable like when you say it, it out loud um you know so yeah, yeah. Th- that i you know so you had met you were the one that brought this um to my attention with steve bannon and cash patel and so and you yes. named you know talked about joe scarborough so, i don't know who needs to hear this but anybody out there that's listening to us um you know and i don't expect that there are going to be you know gen z a lot of gen zers that are going to tune in just on their own but all you know the people that you know um, if you have kids yeah, kids grandkids you know yeah. we have got to you imp- need to warn them we have to impress upon them and that goes to understanding that they are utilizing the issues that you care about, the things that are, you know, can be divisive. They are targeting you specifically to mm-hmm. give you misinformation because about situations. Because they want Donald Trump to win. That's they right. They want Donald Trump to win That's because exactly. it benefits them. Yes. Because they only want a certain amount of people, the most powerful people, to have, you know, control of everything. This, along with all future episodes of True Blue Politics, are sponsored by our wonderful True Blue crew of listeners and our supporters on Patreon. As a small startup podcast, our Patreon members help us pay the bills to keep the ship sailing smoothly and also allow us to keep investing in the equipment upgrades for even better quality content in the future. And as long as I remember to charge my phone, Anita, everything will go smoothly. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah, it is sad. We really need an upgrade. I do. I do. Um, We need an upgrade. (laughs) So um, for all of you out there, when you sign up as a monthly True Blue Crew member at even just $5, you instantly unlock our private True Blue pod chat, as well as ad-free full episodes a day earlier than everyone else. 
So be one of the cool kids. I don't know about you, but like I always kind of wanted to be one of the cool kids. So yeah, I would. I never could be one of the cool kids. I know. I tried. I, never to be. I tried. Did I had, you? Yeah, I had some friends in like the cool kid crew, you know, and I had some, you know, kind of the stoners yeah. that hung out. I think on everybody the mall. feels like they weren't one yeah, of the cool kids. I think that's about it. I think but that, yeah, well, but cool you know, don't feel like they're not popular, cool, or whatever. Exactly. But in this case, if you join, you can unlock you can that podcast. Cool yeah, as well as ad can, free. Full yes. episodes a day earlier than everyone else and upwards yes. from there. And Karen will do a pole dance for you. No. Oh. No. I thought that's what you said you'd do. My son's right here. Oh, sorry, Jimmy. Oh, God. You, you know what? what? Yeah, this is going to have to be a sorry. Yes, and <laughs> if you subscribe at the $20 level, you'll be able to receive the Sorry Jimmy mug. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, because you'll hear that a lot. And every time you hear that, you get to yes. take another swig of whatever you put in the Jimmy mug. Yes, for those of you taking shots out there. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, uh, you could take a swig of my favorite liquor, Aviation Fine American Gin. Not a sponsor. Oh, okay. Did you hear that? Yes. Well, now I know what you're getting Write for Christmas. <laughs> so, Anita, you know, if you go higher than the $5 level... Um, we've made more perks available, like having um, your your name shouted out at the end of our show and a personal oh. Zoom call with me and you, Anita. With me? Yes. Wow, that is special. To discuss ways to overthrow the GOP. Let's do this. Yes. No insurrection zone. Just the GOP. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and so we did. We do have one um, special $20 member, and uh, you might know him, Anita. I think I do know him, vaguely. His name is Bobby. I know him as my brother, Bobby Ferguson. Thank you very much, Bobby. Love you. And Bobby's going to get some special uh, little perks, like he can have a Christmas dinner with Anita, and um, as well okay, as... we'll do a pole dance for you. No, Anita. <laughs> Sorry, I was wondering where I'm supposed to fit that in. Where am I supposed to fit that in? Twenty. I for twenty bucks. Yeah, Bobby. Dance, Bobby, just sakes. Bobby, go to the bank and get twenty singles, okay? <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah. All right. So if that interests you all, go visit us in the Patreon app or at patreoncom backslash True Blue Politics Podcast. That is. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash T-R-U-B-L-U politics podcast. And as always, thank you so much for thank your you for listening and your love and support, your love and light, Anita. Yes, love and light and all that other stuff <laughs> that's meaningless. All right. Mwah. But we were talking a little bit, too, about that article that um, you brought to my attention in The Crew that talks about President Trump's legacy of corruption four years and 3,700 yeah. conflicts of interest later. 3,737. 3, yep. Total. Total conflicts. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's no, that's just what they could count, what they, they, they knew of. Crew. Yeah. Could find. Yeah. But I'm sure there were hundreds more. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that whole White House, that whole administration, people forget how corrupt 
that was. Everybody that worked there had some sort of conflict of interest with whatever department Mm -hmm. they were running. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, in this article, it was uh, at the end of his occupation. Um, It says after campaigning on the promise that he wouldn't have time to leave the White House or play golf, President Trump visited his properties 547 times while in office paying 145 visits to Mar-a-Lago, 328 visits to his golf courses, and 33 visits to the Trump Hotel in Washington. He often brought other senior government officials along, sending a message to his administration and those who would like to curry favor with it that his properties are open to their business. Yeah, they made tons of money off of people having to stay there, government Mm -hmm. officials and Secret Service having to stay at his properties. Remember remember when they went to Scotland? And they actually made the Secret Service stay at his um, one of his resorts. Yeah. And then they overcharged them, yep. overcharged us, the yep. government. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable that they are going after Joe Biden, trying to call him corrupt for like lending his family money. Mm-hmm. This guy was so the whole the whole Trump. It was a Trump crime family. It actually was that. And it still is. I mean, you know, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure, Jared, do you think that Jared and Ivanka have stopped counting the $7 billion? No, they're still getting paid. They get $25 million a year Yeah, from that sale to uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I mean, that's whatever Saudi Arabia gave them. And then he sold the 666 to Qatar, kind of forced them to, to purchase that mm-hmm. by, um, you know, Putting that blockade, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but there was a blockade on Cutter when they pulled out of the 666 deal with Jared Kushner. Right. I mean, you want to talk about using foreign policy to mm-hmm. benefit yourself financially. That's exactly what these people did all the time. Right. And what do we always say? They project everything that they're yeah. doing. It's, it's, all the, it's either projection or confession with them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So now here we have, you know, uh, Comer uh, (laughs) with these nonsensical hearings, you know, so Hunter Biden offering, you know, to come in and testify publicly. But no, we can't have that. We need to have them behind closed doors. Well, there's not, you know, they can manipulate the testimony. Yeah, they can leak things to make it seem like you know, they're, they're going to they, mislead people. There's, they could just, man, yeah, they're just going to manufacture things and, yeah. you know, under the guise of, oh, it was a leak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Well, they'll go out there in front of the cameras and just lie about yeah. it like they did last time. Yeah, absolutely. Remember he had a, one of his witnesses specifically said, Joe Biden didn't talk about business, never talked about it. And they went out there and said, oh, yeah, he said he talked to him, you know, 12 times. No, absolutely. And so, you know, when we talk about the issues that will, you know, absolutely be, um, you know, basically killed, like nothing will be done. Gun violence, right? Yeah. We have, you know, how many mass shootings? We had two mass shootings in the last couple of days. One barely was covered because of the Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. We had one here in Texas the same night. This guy was on a shooting spree and killed a couple in their homes Mm -hmm. and then was shot some people in Austin. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Another, it was a 34 year old white guy. I don't know. Army guy. Right. You know? Right. And, and, okay. So then let's go. So abortion access. Right. Abortion. Reproductive rights. They're already saying national national ban. Okay. Um, He has said, actually said that he will set up um, DACA camps 
for the dreamers. Okay. We are going to, yeah, we're going to lose freedom to speak out against uh, our government. Um, And the right wing hardliners will have carte blanche to do whatever they want globally. And sometimes we do need to look backwards in order to look forwards. Right. And so we don't make the same mistakes. Right. So here we are. And in this case, it's pretty recent history. Okay. We know what what Donald Trump, what that administration looks like. Okay, literally was just a few years ago. Okay, when we had lockdowns and, you know, people couldn't gather together and we had um, body bags piling up out in freezer trucks outside of hospitals. You know, they were like overwhelmed hospitals, um, healthcare workers overworked and just people weren't getting PPE. Yeah, they weren't. Exactly. He was only giving it to red states that were friendly to him. Yeah, absolutely. And so. You know, and when we look at it even before that, so how was it, you know, that, you know, this micro-targeting that peeled just enough votes away from um, Hillary Clinton to go to Donald Trump? You know, when and when you and I were warning as many people as we could about the, particularly about the Supreme Court justices, right? Yeah. So what are, how did, you know, so he was how able- How did that work out for Yeah, you? how did that work out? So here's the thing, and not to, you know, look, but let's put it in this context, okay, so that people understand what that meant is. So when President Biden implemented the student loan forgiveness- Forgiveness, the right? Supreme Court said no. Okay. Roe v. Wade. Yep, they overturned that. Okay. Affirmative action. Yeah, they overturned that too. Okay, and, overturned- and so they did those things. And Clarence Thomas himself, you know, uh, Harlan Crow's buddy, you know, the guy that's mm-hmm. getting all kinds of bribes and gifts and everything. So that yeah. guy, that guy has said that he, they will not stop there. That that overturning Roe sets the precedence so that they yep. will be For able to then go after Griswold. Yep. So Obergefell is gay marriage. And Griswold is contraception. That protects your right to get contraception. And you know what? The majority of Republicans Mm -hmm. voted against protecting a woman's right to contraception. You know, and that makes me um, think back to just this morning when we were listening to Stephanie Miller and that uh, caller called in and said, why can't why can't these ladies just keep their, oh my God. you know, I mean, they have birth control. Why are they having abortions? Why do they need to have abortions? Well, Did, <laughs> because what about the men? Yeah, well, well, as though, as though it's like, look, it's yes, none of our business. It's none of our business. Bottom line is, it's none of your damn business. It is yeah. not for the government to tell women how they should live their lives. Okay, if and you yes. have, and like Jody was talking about, you know, it, it, you know, her, one of her friends who, you know, they were taking birth control and she ended up, you know, uh, getting pregnant or whatever. There but was that some, shouldn't matter. And it Why should, is no, 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 they, no. They it is no, no, but just like you know, if we're gonna take that right. Okay, but that doesn't matter because you know it, it, it is still a woman's right. It is still well, a woman's then, right, no matter what. There will be an exception for that, Karen. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. So, how would that work? Exactly. You go to court and you have to prove that you used contraception and the right. a condom. Exactly. Roll the. Would the guy have to testify to that or yeah, something? Roll the tape. You gotta. You gotta videotape every sex. Maybe you, act. maybe you should have to videotape you know, all your sex. Maybe you should get a hold of your local Republican uh, representative and have him come in and you know watch you and, and make your sure that you're doing it. Partner, yeah, do the, the, the nasty and make sure that you're doing everything you're supposed yes. to. 
Yeah. Well, they're going to make sodomy illegal too. So yeah, well, that was another one. Well, well, there goes my so Saturday they night. Tell you what you can do Sorry. in the bedroom? <laughs> huh? What did you say? I said, well, there goes my Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> yes, Jimmy, you didn't hear that. He goes. He goes. Your mother's like, horrible. He's motioning honestly. to me. He's like, I literally can't, mom. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah. So they 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 want to tell us, and this guy, this um, MAGA Mike Johnson, mm-hmm. he's. He said he he has been associated. He defended. He's an attorney. He defended groups, domestic terrorist groups, groups that one of whom killed um, George Tiller, the abortion doctor in Kansas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was he, this guy was part of that group. Yeah. And guess who defended them? Maga Mike Johnson. Maga, uh. He's really anti-gay. I think we talked about how anti-gay he is before. Yeah. He's very anti-gay. So mm-hmm. he, you know. Um, there's that that's other, he's also you know um, represented groups that are very anti LGBTQ. I mean, these people want to t- turn us into like a theocratic autocracy, mm-hmm. like Iran or something. So he's a really scary dude. Yep. He thinks he said that 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 God sent him, and he's he needs to be prepared to like part like part the Red Sea, almost like it's a it's an analogy to what he's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Here in the United States, I don't know what that meant, but it didn't sound good. None of it, none of it is good. You know what, you know, everything that they have come out and they're not even hiding it. Like, that's the thing that I just, it is like mind boggling to me that anybody is sitting there, you know, spending time massaging and kind of, you know, like all this stuff that in the end is not going to matter one little bit. There is the number one issue and that is saving our democracy. And, you know, President, President Biden is on the right side of this, right? He has already said. Yes. Right. And what, let's talk about the things that could happen if we elect enough Democrats and we reelect Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you and I were talking about this earlier. So child tax credit. Yeah. You know, that that extra two hundred fifty or three hundred dollars a month you were getting. Mm-hmm. We can do that again. Yep. The only reason why that was taken away was because Republicans. Yep. OK. Ensuring Expand. voting rights. Voting rights. Mm-hmm. Um, expand the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. Yep. Codify uh, codify Roe v. Wade. Codify Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know all these different things. Yep. That we're going to lose. These are. This is about freedom. Right. That's what this is really about. Yeah, I was actually it was interesting, Anita. You'll. Uh, I was in at a closing, and um, you know we we're kind of sitting around um, waiting for everything to come through all the monies yeah. and everything to come through. And um, I was talking to this attorney and she, you know, in talking to her, I gathered that she was a little bit, you know, she's more liberal minded. Um, but mm-hmm. she, you know, she said um, that she ended up going and um, it was after the uh, theater shooting in Colorado. Wasn't yeah, it Colorado Springs? It yeah. was Aurora. Or Aurora. Yes. Thank you. So anyway, so she was talking about how that prompted her to go and, um, 
get her permit and take uh, training. And so I pointed out to her, I said, except for the fact, I said, you know, this is the problem, though, with that, that um, there were people in that theater that had guns. Oh, yeah. There would have been like a shootout. Yeah. I mean, who knows who well, would have been. And not only that, but, you know, and people that are like extremely well trained and how to yeah, handle firearms. Yes. And yeah. they go through hours and hours and they do the desensitization training and everything. Mm-hmm. What they, you know, I, I remember listening to this expert and he said, he goes, what they have, what we have to go through is to like be able to get rid of the, what naturally occurs is this tunnel vision. Oh yeah. They, they've shown like um, examples of that where people aren't told that this was going to happen. And then they, and a gunman comes, comes in and they're just like, because it's not, um, I mean, everybody thinks they're going to just whip out their gun and they're going to, you know, be able to shoot him down, shoot down the, the, the gunman. Mm-hmm. But the, even in, even in um, Arizona, mm-hmm. where, um, when Gabby Gaffey Giffords Gibber. was yeah. shot, yeah. and there was somebody there with a gun, mm-hmm. and he said, I almost shot the woman that was trying to get, that was taking the gun away from the guy. Exactly. Yeah, because then here you have police uh, coming up on a scene and they have no idea who the good guy with the gun is. No, they have no idea. They have no idea, Mm -mm. you know, and it's all you have is you're adding bullets to the, you know, to the situation. That's why kids come out with their arms up. Yeah. Because the gun, so that the cops, you know, so they can come up and there's like, don't shoot because I'm just, even these little, even the kids in Sandy Hook came up with the, yeah. Came out with their arms up. It was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And we're coming up to that anniversary. What a hor- horrible, horrible. I know. So, you know, so let's, yeah. So we, we talked on, you know, like what, what we can do, you know, if Joe Biden is put back in, you know, the, um, and so what are some of the other things? Because, you know, of course there was potential progress made despite the fact that there was like a, like extremely razor thin majority uh, for Democrats, the first two years, yeah, it's right? Amazing what Biden and had it, done. It it's, is. There's. We can see the ramification, the the results. Mm-hmm. Look at the economy, and the, everybody acts like they're so shocked and so perplexed that we never had a recession. Yeah. It looks like we're going to be doing pretty good. We had five point two percent GDP. That's amazing. Right. We're beating China for the first time in forty years. Mm-hmm. We've got infrastructure all over the place. I mean, there's so many good things happening. And by the way, I'm going to say this again because 90% of the people in that one poll I saw on Morning Joe don't know or believe that their wages aren't keeping up with inflation. Wages are, have surpassed inflation. Mm-hmm. Wages growth was like 4.4 and inflation is at 3.2. So inflation is going down. Wages are going up. Right. And these are very all- low unemployment. Right. And these and if I can just say these are all things that Republican voters say that they care about. These are all things that like Republicans, when they were running, they cared so much about, you know, inflation and all this. You know, I mean, so they say that this is stuff that they care about. They voted against uh, the bill that would protect consumers from price gouging. Yep. They voted against the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm -hmm. These people never never did anything to curb inflation. You know what they have done? They censored Adam Schiff. Yeah. And then they censored, um, what's his name for pulling the fire alarm? They did yeah. that today. Yeah. They, they, they had an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden for crimes to be. Yeah. Jamal Bowman, I believe, wasn't Jamal it? Jamal Bowman. Yeah. 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 
That's what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. They they did try to pass that thing about gas stoves that they said Biden was going to take our gas stoves. Oh, my God. So they couldn't get enough votes for that, but they almost did. Yeah. Oh, they also got rid of a speaker and then another speaker. <laughs> and then another speaker. And now they got Maga Mike, who they didn't vet. Yeah. Just like Denny Hastert. Yeah. Yeah. And, and okay, so now let me ask you real quick, okay? So mm-hmm. now we have George Santos. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks now. Bye-bye. 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 Okay, so he's gone. Bye-bye. Okay, so that brings down the count in the house by one. Okay, so... And then then we have Kevin McCarthy. Well, George Santos' seat, which, um, you know, um, the governor of New York has already set a date for that, Mm -hmm. is most likely, I mean, almost, you know, probably going to be be filled by a Democrat Right. Right. So that's going to bring it. They're only going to have a two seat majority. Mm-hmm. What's happening in California. Yes. I mean, Gavin Newsom is in no hurry Mm-mm. to replace Kevin McCarthy. Nope. Because that seat is in Bakersville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the worst city in California. But um, yeah, so it's going to be a two seat. They're only going to have a two seat majority. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they better, be, you know, I don't know. Yeah. If they can get every single vote for what they want to do. Yeah, but um, it's going to be tough. Yeah, wasn't wasn't Kevin McCarthy, uh, you know, uh, kind of touted as like one of the rising stars along with Paul Ryan and oh, the uh, Young Guns. Yeah, the Young, yeah, the young guns. guns. Yeah, Eric Cantor and Cantor. Yeah, the young Guns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were they were like fifty, but they were the Young Guns. Yeah. When it came to the Republican Party. Yeah, well, they're all white. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Of course. Yeah, here you go. So, yeah, so yeah, it could it could be ext- it could be very interesting. Well, and then somebody was talking about rumors. Did you hear this one? Somebody somebody was talking about the rumors that there's also some other Republicans that have been talking about. I've heard that skedaddling. too. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. But you know, also, none of them can be sick now because right. if they're not there, <laughs> if they're not, they're not there, they're not going to have enough votes to do anything. So they better be careful because COVID's going around. Well, not only that, but maybe, maybe you know, some uh, X Lax, some you know, those yummy chocolate bars, <laughs> and somebody's hot cocoa. Yeah, if there's a big vote coming up. Yeah, it's like in yeah, the, give that to Marge. Yeah, Marge is in the piece. Do we're gonna put up a vote for? Uh, <laughs> yes, <whatever>. something, <laughs> something, something important, <laughs> something important. Because only, we only need a majority to get something passed in the House. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I don't know who knows what's going to happen. This is these guys have done such a terrible job. They really have gotten nothing done. Mm -hmm. But they have been, you know, except for what Donald Trump is telling them to do, which is impeach Joe Biden, because, you know, he was impeached. So therefore, Joe Biden has to be impeached. Mm -hmm. They it it is it's they want impeachment to be meaningless Mm -hmm. because they're the ones who are always doing all the corruption. Yeah. Right. So they want it to mean nothing. Yeah. And they want to dirty up Joe Biden because so people will just like, oh, they're both corrupt. I don't know what to think. You know, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Biden has been in in politics for 50 years. Yeah. Do you think all of a sudden he sold out to China for $4,000? No. I mean, seriously, guys. No. 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 
No, but so. any anybody that's buying that, you know, the people that are buying that are like so far down the rabbit hole. It's like, you know, it, it, they're going to believe, you know. That's true. But there any. are some people that I've heard say, oh, what about Hunter Biden? Or what about Joe Biden doing this? And, you mm-hmm. know, this guy rode the train every day to work before when he was a senator mm-hmm. with his little sack lunch, yeah. talking everybody's ear off. Yeah. Because Joe Biden was known for that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just friendly as could be mm-hmm. taking the train back and forth because he wanted to be with his sons yep. who were, you know, lost their mother in a tragic car accident. And their lost sister. Their mother and their sister, yep. their baby sister. Yep. And both boys, Hunter and Bo, were really badly wounded, were badly hurt mm-hmm. in that, that crash. Yeah. I mean, this he's been through a lot. Absolutely. I'd, I'd like to end it. Um, with a really positive um, note, uh, a positive story. And Anita, you were telling me about a caller that called in to uh, Randy Rhodes today. Oh, yeah. There was a, a, a guy from Wasilla, Alaska, 65 years old. He said, I'm 65 years old. And, you know, I've never, never really cared about politics, never paid attention, never voted. But you know what? And Randy Rhodes is a progressive um, media person. He goes, now, you know what? I'm starting to pay attention. And he's, you know, he's seeing what's really going on now. And he said that she was, years old. and she was instrumental. And, and, and she was instrumental yeah. in helping him see that because Randy's pretty good about that. Yeah, that was a good story. And I'm hoping there's more people like this man from Wasilla. Yeah. So Alaska. I think, I think that ultimately. I mean, Willow. 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 Yeah. Alaska. Yeah. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't uh, Sarah Palin's neighbor. Um, it was probably Sarah Palin. Yeah. Yes, you know. So, so that Father. is that to me, Anita. That is like the perfect story, and and just really illustrates why it is so important for us to have conversations and for yes. us to have all of these voices. You know, we have so many great voices. You and yep. I are regular callers into Stephanie Miller. You know, we listen to Randy Rhodes. We listen to Hal Sparks. We listen to, yep. um, you know, we hear uh, Dino Bob Seska, Dino Badala, Kimberly yeah. Johnson, Frangela, of course, um, you know, Jody when she had her podcast. And, you know, the thing of it is, it's like, you know, yes, we all kind of marinate in the same, you know, water, you know, watch a lot of the same sources, but the, the well, then we become the messengers. Then we, we become information. Exactly. And so look, yeah. so what's great is that, you know, you have all of these different voices and everybody mm-hmm. has their own take and everybody has their own way to, um, speak express about it, it express yeah. it. So then when we all, you know, list our listeners, all of the, you know, the way more, <laughs> all of the other Informed. listeners that, you know, yeah. that listen to all of these other people that we listen to, what it provides them with is a way to have the information and know how to talk about it. And maybe they don't feel comfortable. They can't come up with the words themselves. But even if you just kind of like, you know, memorize or, you know, something that really sinks in with you, you know, and you're able to then go out and amplify that exact yeah. talking point. It is so important that you talk to people that you yeah. know, because that's the, that is actually, they found the most effective way mm-hmm. to reach people to vote, you know, for, for your side. Right. Talk, for, talk about grassroots, right? Yeah. Talk about grassroots. Well, they and, found out it's more important than, yeah. than those, those people that would call and yes. they don't know you. Yeah. But if it's your neighbor, right, you're going to listen. Absolutely. And so then you have, you know, Mr. Joe from uh, 
from Alaska, 65 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what what it's all about. That's what we are. Why we're doing this. This is what we want to accomplish in the next several months leading into the general election. We have to save our democracy. Yeah, we have to. Absolutely. So, So, yeah. And in the meantime, we have to bake Christmas cookies and Christmas cookies. I'm going to make gingerbread cookies this this year. Are you? Can't wait. I'm not a Me big Jim. Yeah, my kids can attest to the fact that I'm not the big uh, baker. I'm not the big cookie baker. I'm not either, but my I'm going to do was. it anyway. Yeah, my mom was. That was her. That my was mom her wasn't. thing. She burned everything. Did she? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, she did make pretty good uh, Pillsbury cookies. <laughs> you know what? There is nothing <laughs> wrong with just getting a roll of sugar, you know, sugar cookie dough, oh my God, those and are making cutouts and making cutouts. We did it like with my mom from scratch. Those are all sugar. Oh yeah, but they're delicious. I make better. I make way better um, sugar cookies. Than I do too. Pillsbury. Yeah, my mom. No, my mom had a great recipe, and we would yeah. do it. And it was, but it was a big project. It was a lot. Yeah, it is messy. It's messy. It's, um, yeah, yeah. But you know what? It can be time with your daughter or your mother. Yeah. And, yep. Oh, no, I, I wouldn't. You know what? Listen, and you know, you and I both are real raw at this time of year in particular. Yep. You, um, but, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade those hours for anything in the world. No. Right. Of course not. No. Right. Even if my mother always did burn everything. Yeah. But she, even the Pillsbury she was the best at, with you. She was the best at burning it, though. She was the best at being a mom. Yep. She was really... Yes. So it didn't matter. Yes. She burnt the cookies, did it? No, it did not. And here's to our moms. Yes, here's to moms. Yep. So, Anita, well, listen, it's been great talking to you. And, it's always uh, great talking to you, Karen. You know, well, I love our times. I, I, we share this time together just to have a laugh have or, a laugh sing, or a sing a song. Yep. Yep. Before we just get started. And before you know it, it's a is time the we time say. we have to say so, so long. long. So long, everybody. So long, everybody.